being a good marketer, product marketer, you are constantly having to experiment, constantly having to try new things because you are you are you are at a war of interest. Goals are what determines the metric I track as a good person. What are the goals I'm trying to achieve? Because um, are we? It's like in football, right? Are we trying to score points or are we trying to win the game? Everybody think uh, marketing is so easy till they start to market. It's not just products, it's mindset. We are trying to buy into people's mindset. Hi, my name is Emmanuel Ojo and you're listening to the Spotlight Podcast. Hi and welcome back to another episode of The Spotlight. This podcast is for curious minds and aspiring innovators who are leading the charge in the research revolution. We dive deep to discuss inspiring, informative and offbeat conversations on product, research and strategy. My name is Iwalola Shoboali and I am a product research and strategy lead at a leading technology company in Nigeria. As you listen to this insightful episode, remember to follow the podcast wherever you listen, give it a five-star rating, and send any questions or feedback that you might have to the form linked in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us today is Emmanuel Ojo, a rising star who is making waves as a dynamic and ambitious growth marketer. With a hunger for knowledge, a thirst for experimentation, and a natural flair for driving growth, he has become an invaluable asset to his organization. In this episode, we have the opportunity to delve into his mind as a talented growth marketer and explore his unique experiences, perspectives, and aspirations. We will discover the challenges he has faced, the lessons learned, and the exciting projects he's currently working on. We will also uncover the synergies between product research, strategy, and growth from his perspective with inspiring and innovative ideas as he navigates the world of growth marketing. Without further ado, let's dive in. So hello, Emmanuel. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Iwalola. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Awesome. I, I need you to sound uh, more energized. I'm going to, I'm, we're going to go into an icebreaker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is this or that. I'll ask you a series of this or that like questions. Okay. So for example, okay. ask me like books or movies. So you have to respond very quickly without thinking too much. Okay. Respond with your preference. All right, yeah. let's go. I'm excited. So the idea is I will get to know a little bit about you. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so first, let me start easy. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Okay. Apple or Android? Apple. <laughs> okay. Uh, why was that slow? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. I had to think about it. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. Okay. Let me get a bit more specific now. Okay. In-person event or virtual event? In-person. In-person event. Okay. So you are not an introvert. No, I'm not. You are an extrovert. I'm a life of the party. Okay. Also, I don't. Actually, I don't think I can be. I don't think I can be an introvert. Is <laughs> your job? Okay. Let me ask you a hard one. Okay. 
collaborating with sales or collaborating with product teams? Ah, <laughs> product and collaborating with product teams. Nah, I take Wait, that I back. Collaborating with sales, I take that back. <laughs> okay, I have to ask you why. I want to know why. Um, I, I, collaborating with sales. Um, many times, you know, we we're all about pitching solutions. So it's 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 in sync. It's parallel, like. It's line of sight. Okay. Yes, it's just... Okay. Okay, another one. This one is going to be hard. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's in Misha. Okay, traditional advertising or digital marketing? Ha! Uh... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a setup. <laughs> As in... <laughs> Can you actually do um, one? <laughs> um, digital marketing. Yeah, data marketing. Okay, well, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if you can really choose one between those. Yeah, right? yeah, that was hard. Okay, yeah, so hard. let me just ask you one last one. Okay, this one. Okay, influencer marketing or content marketing? Ha! I, can I skip? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Why? I have brothers and sisters that I both what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. So I think we know a little bit about you now. We know that you. You prefer Apple iOS to Android, although I think that one I had the knife at your throat. <laughs> just had to make big shout out, <laughs> just to, had to, make shout it, out right? to Samsung, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, you prefer coffee to tea. Yeah. Um, you prefer in-person events to virtual events. And I think you couldn't really decide if you prefer to collaborate with sales or product teams, right? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's fun. Yeah. I think that's fun. Okay, um, let's get into the um, episode. Um, I'm really, I really would like for you to like share a bit of your background. Like, how did you even get into um product marketing? Uh, uh thank you again for having me, Walola. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, um, I would say payment is everything. Like, you know, how I got into like the payment and financial services, being in marketing. Um, I think it's I think it's one thing we share in common as adults, like payments. <laughs> and when we build solutions, you know, we actually like build solutions to help simplify. And marketing found me, <laughs> if I can put it like that, because I didn't major in uh, marketing. Um, I majored in computer science, and like every aspiring innovator out there, you know. I used to be heavy in software and web development, but um, many times I used to be in like, you know, ideation session where we talk about the problems and how we will solve them, you know, creating solutions. But many times I find myself in that loop of how do we tell people that this is what we have built? Um, yes, okay, we, uh, for each loop, you know, when we talk about the whole, uh, uh, technical jargons I find myself like okay how do we now start to tell people how do we now start to let them to use this old solution this old website this old portal this whole uh, 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 solution that we're building per se so all of that started you know build my perception my perspective now gradually shifted into um, digital marketing uh the google course was amazing yeah there was a google course um built uh, portfolio you know i shoot my shots i got a chance and you know 
all of that, then it's moved to product. You know, how to build products, the right products we are building, how we even building the right thing, how to even let people know that we're building the right thing. What do we, when we build this product, what do we need to, to reinvent? What do we need to modify? So, yeah, that move to products, attended schools, you know, understanding user personas, and how to communicate the right solutions to them. All of this for the present and that's i think that's it that's that's like my journey ongoing so yeah that's that's it that's super interesting that's so it. you went from computer science now to um, product marketing but can i even ask a question this is something i'm yeah. always so confused about what's the difference between product marketing and growth marketing or is it just is it interchangeable that's like a tricky question um some we argue that it's just roles, you know, that are like they're interchangeable. Some company use them interchangeably to mean the same, you know, JD. But there's like a thin line between two. And um, one thing I can say, <clears throat> regards, um, regards, regardless of what's in front of the marketing, whether product, whether goods, there's one... Uh, one constant thing is um, the both develop messaging, uh, put up positioning, and go to market plans. Um, big or small depends on um, where you are and the type of uh, products that you're working on currently. Um, the both work with uh, products, engineering, sales, customer success teams closely. Um, <clears throat> like I said. Um, there's a thin line between them. Um, why one might work more to focus on creating um, awareness of to generate um, interest for the product, while um, the other might be identifying and um, implementing ways to reduce churn, you know, um, increase conversion rate for um, sustainable customer acquisition. It's, it's really a thin line, you know. You might actually find yourself doing or regardless of the title. So it's 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 a thin it's a thin line between the both of them. Yeah. So how can someone who is interested in um you know growth marketing, how can they get into the field? Do you have any recommendations? Where can they start? You know, I think I'll um, be out of it. I I feel like it has to start with self. <laughs> um, you know. It's it might be cliche, but yeah. Um, do I want to go usage end to end? You know, all of those questions you need to like ask yourself. Do I want to manage with influence? Do I want to fail fast? Do I have a fail fast mindset? I mean, say, um, do I want to be um, the go to person when things go south, especially when returns don't yield? But um. All of it, it's, it begins with the grassroots of marketing. I had an opportunity to teach marketing basics. For me, that was learning. So um, you might, whoever is trying to, you know, go into being a good marketer might check that out. Check those resources on basics on marketing. You want to learn about products, um, building, scaling. Uh, you want to join communities, of course, because like minds, you know, like might sharpen each other 
you actually need to stay hungry you need to be on top of trends like you know you all of this we actually build the marketing uh, uh mindset you know it will move you from seeing things differently to start seeing things from a marketing point of view uh you actually want to follow your guts you know build yourself and shoot your shots that that felt like a vibe now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah that's that's pretty much like where you can start from it's actually start from like picking up like marketing basics then learning about products you know what entails to actually building a product why a product is built and yeah that's 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 like the one on one needed that is actually so um <laughs> like all encompassing i feel like you really really share some gems um for anyone starting out, it might sound like a lot, but I mean, I think, um, like you said, starting with self, I think that might be the most important bit. Um, you also mentioned, you know, joining a community, which I think is very valid, you know, like you said, like um, sharpens like, right? So that is, I think that's totally valid. Um, are there any books you're currently reading or, you know, are there any podcasts you're listening to that you would like to recommend or mention? Um, I'm reading my Bible. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, currently I'm heavy on uh, mindset and strategy books right now. So, um, there's a book called, um, Zero to One by Peter. I can't remember the name right now, but that's what I'm at. Um, podcast for me is strictly learning. I, 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 I personally don't listen to podcasts for entertainment apologies to anyone out there but it's just rare one of a kind but yeah so podcast for me straight for learning so that of like a uh, product school uh go mindset product hq <clears throat> um the spotlights yeah i i listen to the spotlight by walola yeah so that that's like my podcast that's what i that's what i put on with putting yay <laughs> All right, thank you so much for sharing that, Emmanuel. So, um, uh, I think I'll probably get the links to the ones you mentioned, yeah. um, and add them to the show notes. Okay, yeah, sure. So, what's been the hardest part of your journey so far? What would you say is like the part that really tested you? Uh, the hardest part would be um, coming to the reality that um, some strategies don't work. Yeah, because being a good marketer, put up marketer you are constantly having to experiment constantly having to try new things because you have you are you are at a war of interest permit me to put it like that as much as we say um fail fast you know identify what works what doesn't sometimes uh we bent on to say i'm very certain about this i've done research uh, it will work um, as evident as stopping might be uh, you know letting go sunsetting um, knowing when to sunset uh, you know coming to the reality that or passing the information that we might need to sunset sunset on campaigns sunset on products sunset on the type of communication sunset on uh, positioning that uh, a lot of resources has gone into a lot of time has gone into i think it's 
was in hard parts, you know, selling that ocean was a great deal, you know. I think, yeah, navigating that uh, that part was something that, you know, you had to learn. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like a hard part of the journey coming thus far. You mentioned research, right? Yeah. Um, how does research then contribute to you, you know, create, like crafting a strategy, especially in payments and financial services? Um, research is key. Like, it can't be overemphasized. Uh, research is key always. That's why, like, the right team will never underplays um, values from um, researchers as yourself, you know. Um, apart from it defining um, um, what needs to be built for the core product team, like core product team, but like, I mean, engineers, product owners, uh, managers, it's, it helps us communicate the, to the product, to the, to the product team, what the customers need, you know, um, <clears throat> by research, you know, does the customer need more ways to engage with their family? Maybe, uh, you know, we need to create a family payment plan where uh, at one tap, one person can pay bills for the family instantly. Or, uh, we know, we need to communicate that inward, you know, for development, outward for improvements, you know. It can't be overemphasized. Yeah, we, we, research helps to understand that even what we put out there is the right thing or we are trying to put the right thing out there because the human minds play differently and when you're building products we're, we're building solutions for the human mind so yeah research can be overemphasized so so what methods or techniques do you use to gather insights you know for your research what methods do you use to gather insights you know, you spoke about, you know, building for human minds. So how do you get to know your customers' minds better? What techniques do you use? Uh, of course, while we define our own strengths, we, we are constantly aware of that of our competitors. So like me as a good person, while I define my strengths, I'm constantly aware of uh, that of my competitors. So, um... Analytical tools helps us gather information, you know, while it might, for some, they argue it is very, very quantitative because it's numbers and numbers and figures, but uh, to others, they argue data don't lie. So it helps us gather information on our product, even as we market it. Um, User interactions, um, who field and what, who field what, uh, when they field, how they field, what's the field. It gives us insight into, uh, you know, user mind on their interests, what they're interested in, what suits of products they're interested in, or which suits of products they are trying to go for. You know, um, going into the fields, I would say social trends. What are people saying out there, you know? The social media, what are they saying? You know, we try to identify our user voice using the social media, how they speak, you know, market research, how they interact, how they even dress, how they move, you know, their lifestyle. This actually helps us gather insights on the behavior to understand, okay, 
when we build um you know payments solutions or when we build beyond payments anyway when we build uh, uh digital solutions this is how we need to communicate it to them this is how we need to position it to them and all these in bits you know helps us mold the cake and yeah that's like the overview of the different type of methods we put in place to gather insights on user behavior as case may be that's really extensive so so how do you now know when your initiatives are, are successful like what metrics do you track do you have those do you like i'm sure you will definitely plan ahead you know the numbers you want to see what kind of metrics do you track to know how successful you know your initiatives have been <laughs> uh what type of metro metric do we track um <clears throat> what type of metric do i track number one thing to being like a good person um a product marketer a good marketer sorry i'll be using that interchangeably because i feel like you know we are all in the same window um goals are what determines the metric I track as a group person what are the goals i'm trying to achieve because um are we it's like in football right are we trying to score points or are we trying to win the game do we need uh, you know it depends on different goals or we are just playing this because we're just letting this go for a bigger game ahead so flipping it back into the conversation it's Goals are what determines the metric I track, as I said earlier. Say, for instance, I'm trying to increase um, our session time on an e-commerce product now. You know, because I have an assumption that um, if people spend more time scrolling to the endless list of shop items, um, they most definitely would see something they love, you know, um, as opposed to maybe like you know you just come to an e-commerce product they make a search they buy and leave of course uh you know making all of these assumptions i might need to validate my assumptions with research with data but you know if that's the case um i i might want to like um set forth like new type of strategies you know that's that together with the product team that will requires maybe like our algorithm to include a mix of cheaper items or discounted items further down in the search list or further down in the home page you know then i now go ahead to communicate that you know to watch for interactions so all of this is assumptions i'm just saying but um you know if i'm to make all of this assumption and put it into play and i focus on this so some of the insights or KPIs that I want to focus on would be like um, session time of user, how many screens are viewed per user, how many activities are carried out, you know, before checkout, um, how long was the checkout. Um, all of this, you know, will help track my hypothetical goal. So this is just an assumption. Flipping it back into any type of uh, metric I want to track, it has to be in line with the goal. Do I want to like uh, my goal is for uh, customer acquisition? How many people sign up? How many people log in? How many people created accounts? How many people activated their account? All of this uh, conversation is what brings insights into like what I'm tracking. So the overall goal is the umbrella that determines the type of metric we want to track. Yeah. So considering this, you know, hypothetical scenario, right? 
Yeah. How do you know or how do you determine which which metrics are most important? You know, especially for like evaluating the performance of you know your initiative and to like of course drive continuous improvements. Because I imagine that you know some of your stakeholders would have other metrics they want to track. So somebody yeah. maybe in in product might say, oh, we want to you know track metrics around functionality, right? How yeah. do you determine which metrics are most important or okay. most relevant? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, back in what I said earlier, um, like you said also, like, you know, each stakeholders have different things they want to track, you know, to a product owner, uh, to a technical product manager who is focused around API usage or to the business team who focus around revenue. How do we track all of that? So, you know, we work closely with the product team. We, they have this, uh, uh, there's this map where we, we do um, uh, most value, you know, least value, most easy. Like, you know, there's that uh, four box thing where we, tell, we place items or the place features based on how valuable they are to the products and how least valuable they are to the products, then in line with how long it's going to take to build. So we adopt all of that into, then we now use that to determine, okay, based on the value, uh, this is the user interaction that can, that aligns to the value that, you know, that has already been built. So like for instance, now let me, let me come up with something from the top of my head. Maybe like uh, the product team has let us know that the biggest value for them right now is to is to increase the biggest value for them right now is to increase login time like to reduce the time it takes for a product to log in maybe it takes about one minute for a product for you know for user to log into their product and most they are trying to see how to reduce that so you know, adopting all of this, we can put it into our own marketing uh, initiative together with them to say, we want to see how many people logs into the product. So uh, creative, uh, you know, doing communication, having strategies and uh, uh, ideas, marketing plan that allows us track retention. How many people are coming to the product? So we want to check how many people are coming to the product by the time we 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 acquire new users how many of them are doing x type of thing so by the time we say like okay x type of users are doing x type of thing in our product so we can communicate that back to the, to the product team to say x type of people are doing this so that we actually judge their insight to say okay for them to do this within this amount of time definitely our new initiative has brought value to us to understand that if we reduce the number of time it takes for user to sign in into a product, it will also increase their chances to make X amount of interaction. So it's all about like working in together, you know, with the team to draw those insights. So speaking of working, you know, with the team, I imagine that a good part of your of your time is spent collaborating. How do you now make sure that, you know, you foster good relationships with people you collaborate with? Because with? I imagine you're not, you know, necessarily in the same place at the same time with all these people. 
you know, that could be a challenge. How do you yeah. like kind of align all your goals, you know, to in in one chat, like in one um to one goal? How do you align everybody's perspectives to one goal? Um <laughs> of course, sometimes you no know, every one of us it's a it's a big um it's a big boardroom of different ideas. Uh, but always coming into the room with the mindset that your goal is my goal, you know, building solutions, enabling better life, optimizing the present. That is like the one thing that I have found to be very, very like helpful to foster relationship, like coming in with the mindset that your goal is my goal. Then um, listening first, yeah, listening first, uh, listen, listening first, coming, always coming in with what and why, then allowing the, you know, the subject experts define the how is how I've been able to define, I've been able to foster relationships. So, like, this is what the customers are saying, this is the data that I'm seeing, and this is the interaction we've been able to deduce or derive from this so allowing the product team or the sales team or the customer success team or the brand uh, brand and design team determine how they will go about that helps you know streamline helps uh, grease a lot of friction you know also like being the voice of the user and always coming in with feedbacks to help the team align is just like one how. So that's once you know you've been able to master all of this, I I, I believe it's it helps with the best um, relationship building forward. But is it really that easy? <laughs> like practically, <laughs> it's it's uh, well to uh, flipping it in real life. It's not it's not that. Uh, it's not that like a walk in the park, of course. But one thing that always work is listening first, you know, allowing them to explain, you know, um, okay, this is okay, this is what we want to go, this is what we want to achieve, this is what I'm looking at. Like I said, you know, being the voice of the user and always coming with feedback. So feedback can be feedback like data. Feedback can be like feedback, like survey. Feedback can be like uh, seeing what people are saying on social media. Feedback can be like uh, app reviews. This is what people are saying about this that we built. So your goal is my goal, but this is what the users that are going to give us revenue, this is what the users are going to give us uh, 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 usage. This is what the users that are going to enable us have a seamless acquisition this is what they are saying so how do we merge your goal in line with what the users are saying because once we've been able to merge your goal in line with what the users are saying then it becomes my goal so i i, I believe that of course it's not a walk in the park but yeah once you always build that mindset it's it's always make things easier i think okay i'll definitely agree with you on that one you know just Having that um, approach to listening first, you know, I think I would agree with you on that. So our final question, as a growth marketer, you know, in payments and financial services, what unique challenges have you faced 
to drive growth and you know customer acquisition and then of course how have you overcome these challenges <clears throat> it's it's been a it's been a stormy um it's been a stormy ocean yeah it's been a stand it's always a stormy ocean especially if you're um in a space that is saturated as like uh you know payments and financial services like us so our challenge that we face is i've come to realize and the people i work with we've come to realize that the attention span of people is wearing out so it takes even less and less time to get people attention it takes less and less time to get people to use uh you know to get people to listen to you then it take more and more efforts to get people to try you out it's going to take more and more efforts to get people to stick around so a unique uh challenge especially in going new product is um incentives don't keep people yeah i think it's it's so everywhere it's so clouded so you know what I, there's always one uh bazia you know incentives don't keep people feelings or would i say perception do you know um earlier in the conversation we were we were having a conversation about how um Apple as compared to um its competitors how you know it's been able to navigate some of its market challenges and overcoming this challenge is you know tackling the major need with the right amount of support so you you often see people come back once you have functionality in check and emotions in play so one of the unique challenge that we face in is that we understand that attention span of users has dropped drastically so while we are in a challenge to 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 fight for other things happening in people's life you understand and not forgetting that there are also traditional means of course where by i tell you to make your bill payments using um your app there's still the traditional ways of doing it whereby you can walk into the billa head office you remember the good old days where we have to go to um maybe our cable station we have to go 10000 miles to go get a cable agent to make payments and the cable agent so some people still go through that traditional means so the attention span is dropping but one way that we've been able to tackle this effectively is having emotions in play giving the right amount of support where people understand that why do i need to go through all of this stress why do i need to go through this hap when my hap this hap or these people are here to help me all through the way and all the time putting that into play it always help and that has actually helped navigate every type of challenge that has come every type of competitors that has arrived that has helped us understand help us navigate that yeah i'm tapping my fingers you're dropping gems you're dropping gems <laughs> that's so interesting <laughs> yo wow so um open right I, I feel like you've been so open and anyone who's really interested in this space has definitely learned a lot today Emmanuel thank you so much yeah. for being 
on the podcast. Do you have any final words, parting words to for the audience? Uh final words I, I really want to say is everybody think uh, marketing is so easy till they start to market. You know? <laughs> so it's always it's it's not just product, it's mindset. That's that's just it's mindset. We are trying to buy into people's mindset. And that's that's it when we push products, when we build buyers persona, we are buying into their mindset. When we buy into their mindset, they pick us as their go-to, they see us as their lifestyle partner. And once you've been able to like position your product functional wise, you know, emotional wise, do that positioning into the mindset of your target audience. You most definitely will scale. I, I think that's like that's like my my two cents. That is amazing actually. I think I might make that the title of this episode. It's not just product. <laughs> I really love that. Thank Yo. you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Um, I'm honored. And that wraps up our insightful conversation with Emmanuel Ojo, the growth marketer extraordinaire. We hope you gained valuable insights from his unique perspective, from his hunger for knowledge and passion for experimentation, to his drive to deliver exceptional results. Emmanuel has truly showcased the qualities that make him a rising star in the industry. As we conclude this episode, we encourage you to reflect on the key takeaways from our discussion, embrace the lessons learned, the challenges faced, and the aspirations shared by Emmanuel. Let his journey inspire you to push the boundaries of growth marketing, to seek innovative strategies, and to constantly strive for excellence. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you have any questions or suggestions, please complete the form linked in the show notes or shoot me an email at iwalolashoboale at gmail.com. The email address will also be linked in the show notes. Remember to subscribe to the Spotlight Podcast and follow me on LinkedIn to stay up to date with the latest episodes. Until next time, keep exploring, keep innovating, and keep pushing the boundaries of possibility.